Frank Isola, Justin Tinsley, Marcel Louis, Jacques Clinton Yates, the NBA trade deadline. Get as many Pistons as you can. It's a bold strategy from the Knicks. Let's see if it works out for them. And tonight's NFL MVP honors and Hall of Fame honors. Devin Hester or We Revolt? Let's go Let's around the horn. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Who's it, with Tony. Me? Sorry, Tins, you're with me? Okay, good. Let's talk about not you, it. Not, not you, Ice. Not you, Marcel. All right, Tins, you're my guy today. Hester to the hall. NBA trade deadline. Who would make a play? Who would stay put? Would any stars be traded? And what would the contenders do? Let's go. The Knicks active. And it's that timeless question. Can you take guys from the worst team and get better? Alec Burks and Bojan Bogdanovic coming. Quentin Grimes and Evan Fournier going. The Thunder, a top team that made a trade. Gordon Hayward to OKC. Other contenders moving parts. Buddy Heald from Indy to Philly. Patrick Beverly from Philly to the Bucks. Mavs pick up P.J. Washington from Charlotte. And yes, there was a Dinwiddie for Schroeder swap. Do those two get traded every deadline? Name the teams. I'll give you a bonus point. Frank, let's start with the most active team, the Knicks. And Operation Get Pistons players around the Hordeal. <laughs> That's right. The Pistons have the worst record in the league. Don't blame Alec Burks. Don't blame Bogdanovich. But guess what? The Knicks went out and got OG Ananobi. He was on a losing team in Toronto. He comes to the Knicks. All he's done is win. The Knicks have targeted these players for a long time. They fit with what the Knicks are doing. The Knicks culture, which has been established by the head coach and the point guard, it works. The Knicks have wanted to do this for a while. Let's face it. In an Eastern Conference with his question marks, Milwaukee, Joel Embiid in Philadelphia, Boston is the best team, but they could be had. The Knicks got better today. There we the go. Knicks, believe it or not, are going for it. That's an A trade deadline day for New York, an A plus. 100%. I think I heard him say 100%. Knicks culture, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Tinsley will go to you on your takeaway from the NBA trade deadline. I'm, I'm honestly on that same boat with Frank, man. I'm with the Knicks. This feels like a t team that realizes, okay, we got a chance to make a run in the postseason here. This is it. Look, Boston is still the best team in that conference. But after that, everything is pretty much wide open. Look, I really like what Alex Burks, Alec Burks does for that bench. Uh, Bojan, he's one of 13 players in the league that averages 20 points and shoots 40% from three. Go. And I know it's a little early, Tony. I know it's a little early. But Bojan, he's a guy that can get you one in the 2-1-1 theory when we start to talk about that come spring. So it's just great to see the Knicks actually make competent moves when it's been the exact opposite for so long. Dr. Tinsley. Marcel Louis-Jacques, NBA trade deadline, your takeaway. Yeah, I really respect what New York has done, not just stopping after the Anunobi trade, continuing to build when the conference is more or less up for grabs. You heard Justin talk about a couple teams in the running for that number two seed. Love that. Going back a couple days ago, watching what the Lakers did to them in the fourth quarter, they're shutting out Jalen Brunson, and that offense couldn't operate. Bogdanovich gives them somebody who can hit a corner three, who can get open and create his own shot. I love that move. I also like what Dallas did there, trading for P.J. Washington. They signed Great Williams this offseason. It wasn't it wasn't working quite as well. He was inefficient. He was inconsistent. P.J. Washington, they're hoping that his defensive woes and his shooting woes this season are the result of playing for an awful team that doesn't inspire you to be your best. I think playing with Kyrie and Luka, he doesn't have to get his shot off. He's got the tools to play defense, and he's 36% career three-point shooter. He can hit an open shot. Lynn Yates. 
We're unveiling a statue in Los Angeles today of Kobe Bryant. I thought Frank Isola was going to unveil a Leon Rose statue outside of Madison Square Garden. Goodness. But overall, I think that the Not Sixers yet. have done something that allows them to stay in this race. The question about Embiid and what was going to happen after his injury, I thought, was a question as to whether or not they were going to be in this run. And what they've picked up in Buddy Heald, and in terms of getting away from Pat Bev, who, by the way, announced his own trade on Twitter, which we love, I think keeps them in the mix for Nick Nurse. I was Nick Nurse. I was surprised the Pacers were willing to come up off of Buddy Heald, but overall, I do think that the Sixers are still in this hunt as far as who they are personally. Frank Isola, back around the horn to you. Any other trade that jumps out at you as a win or any other team that maybe didn't make a move that drew your attention? Well, a week ago you had LeBron James had the emoji of the hourglass. The Lakers don't do anything. Last year they were active at this time. But for me, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, they really haven't taken off since they made the trade for Damian Lillard. Right now they're 1-4 with Doc Rivers. They needed to get better defensively. I get it. I think they had a lot of guys on their list, and I think they probably settled for Pat Beverly. The next guy would have been Clinton Yates, who went as Pat Beverly once on this show for a Halloween costume. To me, that doesn't exactly move the needle. See, I, I hear both sides of this, but people are saying the Lakers have made moves in the past. They didn't make a move this year. And then I hear the other side. There were no moves to make. What was going to make them appreciably better? Clinton in Los Angeles on the Lakers. I don't think there was much, and a lot of people out here feel the same way. Consistency in this roster has been a factor for Rob Palinka in this squad. And the, listen, sometimes you just got to get better. This has been a mediocre trade deadline overall, Tony. You know this. It wasn't like there were tons of guys out there that were going to make huge differences, and the Lakers are not a team that can afford to give up much as a roster in order to try to get better. They just got to win. Mediocre trade deadline? You know, every trade deadline has its own personality. It's the trades that were made along the way, I think. <laughs> the Nick trade mean. deadline. <laughs> We've been hard. We'll move. Oh, real quick, Lynn. You're wearing the, the Kobe tonight is the, the statue. We haven't yep. seen the statue yet, right? Do we have an idea what the pose we is? We haven't seen it yet. My money Fade is away. on him standing there pulling his jersey aside, revealing the heart that he showed as a champion and as a player for the Lakers. Well, there you go, Here's Michelangelo. Good. I like the way that sounds. We'll move on. <laughs> Super Bowl preview to the preview. We've been doing it all week. We finally arrived at preview to the preview. Here's today's question. Most important unit on Sunday. Kansas City's offense, Kansas City's defense, 49ers offense, 49ers defense, anybody's special teams or coaching around the horn to Marcel Lujak. The unit I think is just, it's what everybody needs to focus on is not Patrick Mahomes, his offense, it's the Chiefs' defense. We get so much, give so much credit to what Mahomes is able to do with, you know, receivers like Rasheed Rice and Kadarius Toney and Nicole Hartman. People aren't paying enough attention to what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. Number one in sacks per pass attempt during the regular season. They are the only unit remaining in this playoff field that has not faltered throughout the postseason. Mm. They shut down completely the NFL's number one offense in Miami. They held firm against Josh Allen when it needed to be. And then they shut out or shut down the league's MVP in Lamar Jackson. It's easily the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Don't get it twisted. This is a defensive football team that just so happens to employ the best football player we have ever Lame. seen. It's coming off of Marcel Louis-Jacques. <laughs> he said there's no argument. There's no question. I'm still going to ask a question here. Justin Tinsley, which unit for you? The most important and who needs it the most, I'm going with this San Francisco defense. They had a pretty, for their standards, they had a pretty horrific showing in that NFC Championship game versus Detroit. And there's a lot to prove on that defense at all three levels. And look, I know we talk about the Kansas City receivers being lackluster. The offensive line is banged up. But this San Francisco defense knows one thing. They're not going to beat Mahomes with a good game. 
Mahomes can have a bad game and still beat you. So they're going to have to be exceptional against that offense and especially that quarterback. And so that that's what I really want to see. They need to be exceptional. They need to do this because we we talk about Mahomes and his legacy, the, the Chiefs potentially becoming a dynasty. But guess what? It's a lot riding on this San Francisco defense, which has been championed for years, is arguably the best in the league. So this is their time to show up. Right, guys, Sola. Yeah, before the first game of the season between uh, Kansas City and Detroit, everybody wanted to make about everything but Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are Patrick Mahomes. To Justin's point, they could win when he plays bad, and when he plays well, good luck. That's why it's all about the 49er defense, which really didn't play well to the last possession against Green Bay, and then they were awful that first half. So Bosa, Chase Young are going to have to be at the top of their game because Mahomes never gets sacked. He's so smart. If you could hold him to 17 points like Baltimore did, I give them a better chance of winning. The key is, can you hold him 24 and under? It's the only chance. 24 is the number you're putting out there. So you're circling both Mahomes and then the San Francisco defensive unit. And Clinton Yates, you, most important unit come Sunday. For all of the people that did not pick the Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes, you sure had a lot to say about him because they are the most consistent of all of these groups. We've seen this formula before. A quarterback who has great skills, who works within the system well, maybe some no-name receivers, a tremendous tight end in the game, and Travis Kelsey, he's not the only one there, Frank, and that's how you put it together with a coach who's not afraid to be there in Andy Reid. This is absolutely the Chiefs offense because they are the ones who have proven they can do it amongst all of these groups at the same daggone time. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, no doubt about it. There you go. Preview to the preview. Tomorrow we'll have a preview. Uh, But none of you will be on tomorrow's show. So just give me a little something, a little taste, you know, a little pick. Frank Isola as we go to break. Patrick Mahomes inching closer to Tom Brady. Chiefs will win. Justin Tinsley. Chiefs, 27-21. Marcel Louis-Jacques. Never bet against Mahomes. Chiefs, 28-20. Oh, that's almost the same score. I thought, I thought you were about to give it the same as Tinsley. And Yates. It's going to be hard for a lot of America to root for the anti-hero, Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Clean sweep from this panel. We'll be back by ourselves next. Around the Horn is brought to you by the first ever Lexus TX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. NFL honors tonight. Let's see if Marcel can keep that flame he was cooking up in the first block of the show. MVP, Jackson, Prescott, McCaffrey, Purdy, Allen are the finalists. It was tight and spirited for most of the season. Perception that Jackson has edged in front the last month. And of course, as always, a regular season award, the awkwardness that this comes after a postseason run for some that ended sooner than they would like. Is this open and shut for Lamar Jackson? And is the timing of this award right? Clinton Yates around over to you. I think it is open and shut, and I understand the parameters of the award, and that's why Lamar is going to get it. But overall, as a fan of football and a fan of the league, it feels weird officially at this point that this guy gets this at a place where he's got to look at two other people play for the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl when he had such a monster season. I'm very interested to hear what he actually has to say because this is not exactly a turning point for the Ravens, but a major point for the Ravens in terms of what can he do at the ceiling when he's in a league with a pass. Okay, but if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you would like to see this NFL honor night not happen during Super Bowl week, the big week of the year, but happen immediately after the season or right before the first playoff game. Marcel-Louis Jacques, buy or sell to you. Yeah, uh, I'm buying. This is Lamar's award to win. Don't let the past month confuse you with what he did in the regular season. A team that lost J.K. Dobbins, a team that lost Keaton Mitchell and Mark Andrews, they didn't skip a beat on that final stretch because Lamar was playing at such an MVP level, throttling teams like the 49ers and the Miami Dolphins toward, you know, late in December. This is his award to win. First player in NFL history with 3,000 passing yards and 800 rushing yards in multiple seasons. Forget playoffs, just do it after the regular season. Mm, So you'd buy that as well. Justin Tinsley to you. Career high in completions, completions percentage, and passing yards. He was named first team All-Pro, and he didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver or rusher on his team. This is his his award to win, not to lose. This is his award to win. And like everybody else says, give these awards out following the last week of the season. Uh, You just create a a lot of awkwardness and uncomfortableness. All right, so then that's three, and we'll turn to Isola. Is it a clean sweep for Lamar Jackson? And let me just throw out the other names. Dak Prescott, you said career numbers. Well, Dak Prescott had career numbers. Josh Allen, any of the 49ers. Go ahead, Frank. You know, but that record and finishing at the top of that conference, I think that has a lot to do with it. But now is the time to hand out the award. It's Super Bowl week. It's all part of it. Guys, in 07, Dirk Nowitzki got the MVP after his team got upset. Lionel Messi in 2014 wins Player of the World Cup right after they lose. He's got to climb those steps in Brazil, get the award, walk all the way back down, then climb up again to get the silver medal. Come on. It, this is the perfect time to do it. Do you it. like Nothing when your MVPs are shamed in that way? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Not shamed. It's a regular season award. <laughs> Secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. All right. It does add and increase the pressure for said winner going forward. That's for sure. We'll move on. Hall of Fame also announced today. Here's a big list of nominees. All-time greats, of course, but only a small number will get that knock on the door from a huge human in a gold jacket. Let's pretend you're in that room arguing for Marcel-Louis Jacques. Pick a guy and make a case. A lot of good names on this list, but I'm going to bang the gavel for Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce's running mate in uh, St. Louis with the Rams. And it's a shame, actually. I shouldn't call him his running mate because he had six straight seasons of at least 1,300 receiving yards there, 13,000 for his career. If he wasn't playing next to another Hall of Famer, I think we would be talking about him in much higher regard. Put Torrey Holt in the Hall of Famer. Justin Tinsley? I'm going Devin Hester. 29 offensive Mm, touchdowns. That's most in NFL history. He's on two all-decade teams. 
two All-Decade teams. He's one of two return specialists on the NFL 100. How is this not a Hall of Fame resume? Right, guys, Solo. I'll go with Tom Flores first. Second, I'll go with Antonio Gates. This is the Super Bowl of the tight end with George Kittle and Jason uh, Travis Kelsey. Put Antonio Gates into the San Diego, then L.A. Chargers. Lynn Yates. Yeah, I'm going with Gates as well. He's not the only guy on this list who played college basketball, but I remember because I was there, Frank, when he was at Kent State. <laughs> he was such a up. fantastic uh-huh. player in the front court. I'm going with Antonio. Uh-huh. Okay. You're talking about Julius Peppers, the other great basketball player. But why Correct. do they? Why do you have to do that? Why do we have to? I want to talk a little bit more about Devin Hester Tinsley. Thank you for bringing him up because there are three parts of the game, right? There's offense, there's defense, and there's specials, teams, and and you can't just ignore one part of the game in the, the Hall of Fame. And for our youngest viewers who don't remember what it was like to see Devin Hester in the field, just put on Ooh. the Super Bowl, Ooh. the first play Ooh. of the Super Bowl. The Colts are trying to kick it away from him. He Breach. still takes it to the house. And that was the only points his team scored the entire game. Ah. Dan Campbell forgot about Devin special teams. Hester. We'll move on. But don't blame it on us. One more story here. UConn mauling Seton Hall last night, 67-34, in the process win number 1,200 for Gino Oriemba. Coaches with 1,200 wins. Coach K got there only his last season. 1202 is what he finished with. And Tara Vanderveer a couple weeks ago passed 1,200. She's at 1,206 now. Here's Gino after the game. Listen to this. I could probably say with a great deal of certainty that um, I'll, I'll never be number one in wins. That would happen. Think more along <clears throat> along the lines of single digits. Frank, did Gino just say he was retiring after the season? Yeah, that's a classic. You know, very Italian, passive aggressive. He doesn't have to do anything else. I mean, the guy's been a legend. He built a great program. But that sounds like to me, NIL transfer portal. Gino's ready to say ciao. And that's your argument there. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was the passive-aggressive joke I was going for there. Right. <laughs> Clint Yates, you? Gino has absolutely nothing to prove. The man's going to turn 70 in March. He has been a legacy coach in not just women's college basketball, but college basketball in general. If he feels he wants to walk away, well, he's still got everything sure. with him. We've seen this man grow up as much as we've seen his players grow up. I actually like this level but of But is that what you heard when he said maybe only single-digit more wins? Because that's what I heard. Yes, it's like I'm... when you ask your grandpa to go to the store with you and he I'm says, ah, I'll see you when you get in the car. Probably. Marcel Louis-Jacques. I saw it as kind of like a nod in respect to Tara Vanderveer, who was only six games, but still active, you know, still actively coaching. But Gino has nothing to prove. Even if you don't know anything about women's college sports, you know UConn and you know Gino Oriema, Hall of Famer, one of the best of all time. Yeah, I heard it is that. And as everybody else said, he has nothing else to prove. If no, this guy has 70, 90, and 111 game winning streaks in his career at UConn. That speaks for itself. Clint Yates, Frank Isola, thanks for your time today. Marcel Louis Jacques, Justin Tinsley, go down next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Pelicans 117, Clippers 106 last night. New Orleans had the whole way. And L.A., after the run they had on the road to get all the way up to the one seed, dropping the first game of a homestand and falling to the four seed. Marcel, a takeaway from this Western Conference basketball. The Pels have essentially three 20-point-a-game guys in Zion, Ingram, and McCollum. They've got firepower, but they bought in defensively last night, holding Kawhi and Paul George to 22 combined points. They went out and earned that win. Yeah, this is definitely, for me, about the Pelicans. Now they're starting to play towards their potential. You're starting to believe in them again. And they came out and blitzed Kawhi and PG. They shot 7-25, to and Kawhi was playing arguably the best ball uh, in the league right now. So, it's more about the Pelicans. Clippers fans, I feel you. I mean, they went two and a half months of being the best <laughs> team in the NBA. And the first time we talk about it this, this, this month, at least, is for their first loss on a homestand. But I thought that was a pretty good result last night. We'll move on. Our first pitchers and catchers reporting of the spring, it's the Dodgers. So, is today a must-catch pitch for the Dodgers? No, I can't. Villainy is what I want to talk about. We just talked about with this Kansas City early this week. The idea the Dodgers could be villains of baseball after the offseason they've had with Otani and Yamamoto following the moves of Betts and Freeman. Justin, are the Dodgers villains of baseball? Is that a good thing? Yes, they're villains of baseball, and that is a phenomenal thing. People love rallying around a certain cause, and if it's hating the Dodgers for spending all that money, then so be it. But the thing is, the Dodgers have to be really, really good to be the villains we think they can be. I think if the Dodgers won a few more World Series, and they'd be on the Yankees level. But the Yankees, the, one, the thing you hate the most is they spend the money, and then they point to their championships. They're creeping up, but the Yankees are still the villains. Justin, would you argue it's better to be hated than loved? Absolutely. And better that to be feared than loved? How very yeah, lucky absolutely. of you. I didn't know that mm-hmm. part of your personality. We'll move on. Showdown three. Paris. Olympic medals have dropped. Get the new Paris medals? Got them. They've dropped, and here they are. They have a piece of the Eiffel Tower in them. Each medal for the Olympics and Paralympics will have a piece, that piece in the middle right there, of the Eiffel Tower. Marcel, what? And do you like this design? (laughs) I like the design. It's cool that they're incorporating something, you know, related to the country. I was holding out hope that they would be bronze, silver, and gold croissants but i don't always get what i want <laughs> uh well you know with each each of these 5800 medals having a piece of the eiffel tower here we can finally make it official victor wimbiana is now the tallest building in the world that's just what this is so <laughs> it's in his own country yeah, yeah. yeah uh justin tinsley take the face Tonight in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Lakers will unveil this new statue of Kobe Bryant. Of, co- of course, when we talk about Kobe, it's always surreal. It's always, it, it, does, it still doesn't feel real four years later, but 
They want to make this a celebratory event, and I really hope they take this image of Kobe, him flexing his jersey, him yelling into the crowd, that, that pristine image of quote-unquote Mamba mentality. He deserves this, and I hope it's a party in L.A. because he absolutely deserves it. Now you've got the, the jersey pump. Clinton, and I see what you're wearing today. You've got the, yep. you know the heart. Shooting. All right, let's see what it is tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Kobe.